Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. We are at that part in the NFL draft process where major media members are used to carry out character assassinations on these kids in an effort to drive their stock down. It is Ira Paul, a.k.a. the host with zero feel for how this will all go down on April 27th, despite being just one week out. And joining me as always is AJ. Trey Lance would look mighty fine in the white and red down in Houston, Marchese. Oh, Trey Lance is born to battle red, baby. Bobby Sloak's got his quarterback. Mm-hmm. Today we'll be breaking down our top cornerbacks in the 2023 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Yay or nay, AJ? The quarterback class is the deepest in the 2023 NFL draft. Um, I think it's this and Edge. I think it's the, the top two. Um, tough to split for me. I think it's a toss-up. Uh, if you're Seattle, are you taking a corner or an edge at five? An edge. That was a layup for you, pal. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, cornerbacks. I thought it was interesting. The last two years, there's been an uptick in cornerbacks drafted. 2022, there was 37. In 2021, there was 38. Um, but the five-year average since 2018 has been 32.6. I think we'll be r- just under that kind of 37, 38 number this year yeah probably just above the 33 and under those those numbers probably yeah. but do, just because there's less of them drafted doesn't mean it's a, a poorer class though at all no I, I i feel like the sweet spot for this group is the third round i got a lot of third round grades <laughs> yeah yeah like there's obviously the big two up top plus 
maybe a couple other guys who sneak into the well, definitely two more who sneak into the first, maybe a couple others. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the third round, there's just there's some interesting guys who are gonna go uh maybe late round two, early round three. I think there's a lot of guys who are going to be playing a lot as rookies, and we're going to have some long-term starters. Yeah, and I think after like the top four guys, uh, it could go any any which way next Friday night. I, I don't know. Like, I think you can stack those guys um, a lot of different ways. Yeah, I mean, it depends what you want, right? Like, there there's some big athletic yeah. corners. Yeah, there's some undersized athletic corners. <laughs> there's there's some like. Ball hawks, there's just like press man bullies, feisty boys. Got all um, the feisty boys. The, and I mean, heck, I really like this fourth round group too. Yeah, there's so some. I have a couple guys in the fourth round who I think are gonna be starters in the NFL. Yeah, I think there's some guys that could. I'm, and and overall the group is very athletic too. Yeah, I mean we got we got a tenor ass in this group, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how many draftables did you end up with? Like 35. Okay, I got 33, so right around the the same. Um, how many top 100s do you got? Uh, good question. I think I have 14. I got, I got 14 in the borderline, so there you go. Ooh, can't wait to find out that uh, Christian Gonzalez is your borderline. <laughs> yep. Um... I guess my, my, my question for you is... And you only get one this episode, so make it good. Why is Darrell Luter your corner one? <laughs> Look, you know, I got to represent South Alabama, all right? But seriously, um, do you feel... Maybe, maybe you differ on this than me. Mm-hmm. I think there is one answer. Like, when we've had these other position groups where it's a clear top dude who kind of fits the highest floor highest ceiling and best bet i have one guy for all three of those i think i could too um i changed it up a bit with my highest floor but um i think my corner one could fit in all three and i I put them in two of the three that's kind of how i felt um all right say at the same time three two one christian gonzalez daryl luter Damn. It's Christian Gonzalez. No, absolutely. I, I put the other uh, corner for my highest floor. I'm sorry. I wasn't sure if it was a bit or not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's never a bit with me. <laughs> not when we were this close to the NFL That's draft. That's a good point. It's just ghost scene season, baby. Um, I guess my hang-up on Devin Witherspoon for, for highest floor is that he's 180 pounds. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't here to make a hard argument. I was just here to say, oh, we don't have the same guy for all three. <laughs> I, I think uh, we're getting into the spoilies right away. I, I have Gonzalez and Witherspoon um, graded very tightly. Christian Gonzalez my corner one spoilers, but um, I yeah I think realistically I would put Gonzalez for floor ceiling and best bet. Right. So like let's 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 get him out of the way, and then we'll 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 talk some other guys uh, in those categories. But I think what makes him all three is obviously. When it comes to high ceiling, it's it's the ridiculous athleticism. Yeah, it's that he's the youngest corner, uh, I think, in the group. I think so. Yeah, um, he'll be a twenty-one-year-old rookie, uh, 
at o Oregon, he's playing like pattern match coverage. So you're seeing him play all these different, like he's playing press man, he's playing off man, you'll see him off zone. Like he, he's, he's scheme diverse. Um, he, it's just hard to kind of poke any holes in his game. He he's so good at mirroring off the line. Of yeah, he is with with those those quick feet. Um, he's got these very fluid hips. It's so easy to notice the change of direction skills, like yeah. breaking routes, no problem. Uh, I think he really took a leap this season with his ball skills because I I think entering the year it was a fair thing to be a little bit worried about with him coming over from Colorado, and just at times wasn't consistently finding the ball in phase i think you got that a lot more this year uh and, and it showed up with his uh production i think all mm -hmm. four of his interceptions in his career came this season um and then i mean if you're to really nitpick i think it, it, it there, there was kind of this narrative that he's he, he plays a little soft i don't even think that's true he just isn't the same throwing his body on yeah. the line that play like Devin Witherspoon. Like he, he he needs to be a more consistent tackler. Like his take on skills are a little iffy, but like people acted like he was soft pressing, which I don't think he is. Like he presses and mirrors just fine. Um so I I mean to me he is a, a clear top ten pick. I think he's the best corner in the class. Uh I would have no problem slotting him in as the fourth best non-quarterback in the class yeah uh, i think that's fair i mean you throw on christian gonzalez and like first of all the first thing you notice that is the high-end athleticism that's for sure all, all the things you you pointed to i think i think second or maybe the big takeaway is like i just feel like he he's he what a lot of great corners have and i think the game just feels slow for him and obviously that helps when you're moving fast as hell. But I think that's just like like he he's just a patient patient corner, and you know he like you said he's got all the quicks to mirror off the line. Um, he he presses pretty well. Um, like he he has the good ball skill. Like I, I agree, the ball skills came around and or got better, I should say. And like you see him, you know, using his length to get up and win in the air too. And just yeah, I just I just think how slow the game is for him and how patient he is, tied with his athleticism. There's not a lot to really to really nitpick on, um, like and obviously the speed to get vertical uh, to 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 match is easy. Like, um, yeah, like he's you know he does a great job at the sideline too. Like for people who are saying he's soft, he he's squeezing dudes out of bounds like constantly on the vertical routes. Like I love to see that. Go on though, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, and then at the end of the day, like not only do I, do I think his tape is the best just in terms of pure coverage. But then, yeah, he runs a four three eight. He verted over forty one inches. His broad is yeah. eleven one. He's the youngest corner in the group. Yeah, thirty two inch arms. Like he checks all of those boxes too. It's, uh, it's basically just like he isn't throwing his body on the line as a tackler the way Stephen Witherspoon does. But I, I think like like okay maybe like he's a little lean. He's a little narrow in his frame, yep. which a lot of these corners are. Um, I think, like you said, the tackling, like, he's he's good at, do, like, he, he likes taking legs out, so maybe just be a little bit more of a solid tackler. Um, I think on the on the, on the the rare, this is getting nitpicky again, um, I think on the rare occasion, his, his punch can kind of miss, and then he'll give up room, but he's got great recovery speed, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and, like, I think just, like, maybe sometimes, like like you said, it, it can, the ball skills came along and everything, but slightly, like, getting his head around at, at times. And that's that's being really nitpicky. 
compared to a lot of these other like where like yeah yeah and like I feel is it like his ridiculous athleticism and movement skills yes obviously they give him a very high ceiling but I think they give him a high floor too right like he has he's six one with thirty two inch arms and he moves the way he does I have a hard time seeing a guy who has this athletic profile not becoming at least a average starter maybe he never becomes a superstar but with with that like baseline athleticism and size like yeah he's an nfl starting corner plus he is scheme diverse um which isn't the case with every corner in this in this class no. I, I think like you, you see him zone he his eyes are, are another place maybe i would i would if i'm being yeah. picky that i could say could improve but it, it almost gets made up for by how explosive and sudden he is. Um, I think so, yeah. Like, I, And I think that's another, like, in terms of highest ceiling, I agree with you. Maybe, like, some of the instincts and the timing stuff in zone um, can still improve, and that's scary to me. Because, yeah, I think, he, I think he's right now he's better as a man-to-man corner than as a zone guy, but... he He's also just, man, he is so fluid in his transitions. Like, he is. I, I I see this this him becoming a a Pro Bowl corner. I, I and again I'm with you in that like I don't have Devin Witherspoon far behind him, but I just think it's easier to find reasons not not to draft Devin Witherspoon versus Christian it, Gonzalez. A, I like they grade out very very similar, if not the same. I think for me, but like. With Witherspoon, it's just like I love him. You know, it's like you love the way he, he the tenacity that he plays with. Where I think Christian Gonzalez has the higher floor and ceiling as like a pure cover guy, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, and, and so talking Devin Witherspoon now, if he was your backup or is your highest floor, um, he he. Just kind of the holdup is the fact that he is 181 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just when c- comparing him straight up with Christian Gonzalez, he is two years older than Christian Gonzalez. That that matters when kind of breaking these ties. Yeah. Um, but he, he's also pretty scheme diverse for my money. Yeah, and I, I, I've seen some talk about him, like people playing him inside and nickel, and he showed that he can do that. He, he did both. Um, I, I'm not going to pigeonhole him there at all, though, obviously. But, no, I, I agree. Like, it's both position diverse and scheme diverse. Um, like, I think it's just like, yeah, really just like the the lack of size is the big the big knock, I guess. Um, but it's still, still over 31-inch arms, so mm-hmm. that, that's worth noting. It's just, to me, it's the fact that he's, he's 181 pounds and, like, he throws his body around like a madman. Yeah. And I'm just worried that, that those hits add up. Yeah, So no, in the for long sure. run, well... What's his shelf life? And, and that's only being nitpicky to kind of break up him and Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, and I, I think um, I think when you stack the two of them, too, it's like, not that Witherspoon's hips are are, are not fluid, but, like, especially you compare them, it, they yeah, look stickier. He's just yeah. not. He doesn't have that recover, the high-end recovery speed, but, you know. But I do think where he is better than Christian Gonzalez is – the instincts in the eyes, yeah. um, the ball skills are a little better, and then obviously yeah. the, the willingness to put his body on the line with his take on skills as a, as a not not just 
tackling receivers in the open field, but like he'll knife into the backfield, blow stuff up. He's a very trustworthy force player on the outside. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting uh, to see because right now, Devin Witherspoon's the heavy favorite to be the sixth overall pick, which is obviously where the Detroit Lions pick, and Christian Gonzalez is the favorite to go seventh, where the Raiders pick. And it, it'll be interesting to see how they land because to, to me it's like you should take Christian Gonzalez over Devin Witherspoon. I think the reasoning is that like he's but, got that but, Dan Campbell demeanor, right? Yeah, but if you're the Detroit Lions, everyone everyone expects you to take Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think I, I think it's funny because I think it's not hard to watch these two players play and bo- both be like they're both first round p- p- players. Yeah. And, and, but to understand that Christian Gonzalez is just such a natural. Yeah. But to come away liking Devin Witherspoon more. Just yeah. His play style. Exactly. Yeah. And and I definitely agree. And because like you said, he's just just a fucking animal. Like. But you know you see the physicality throughout the entire route too. Like he'll he'll throw a jam and put a guy on the ground. Um, like I, I love that. It's not just tackling and throwing his body around too. You know it's it's he's just a physical dude and um, he, he talks more shit than anyone in yeah. this draft class. Or I think more than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, he's great at it. And like you said, I, I like if if we're going pure cover to cover. I do think uh, Devin Witherspoon is better in zone than Christian Gonzalez is because you said yeah. he's got the the higher end instincts. He shows some elite like route anticipation and recognition mm-hmm. and like breaking before the wide receiver does. Uh, I forget what game it was, but I think it might have been the, the, the what was it Wyoming? Um, he was running. He ran a corner route for the, <laughs> the receiver before he broke. It was, and you see that and, often. And, and and while he isn't the same fluid mover as Gonzalez, like he still ran a four four five, but he also. I feel like, um, and we didn't get his jumps or his agility yeah. testing, yeah. which sucks, but it is what it is. Uh, but I feel like while that he'll lag behind Gonzalez, literally, in terms of testing, he makes up for it because of those instincts and red anticipation mm-hmm. where he's playing faster than he actually would test. Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree with you. And maybe another place where, where you can give Witherspoon the slight nod is maybe like some of the... Um, like the shorter in breaking routes because of the, the instincts and whether Witherspoon just plays through those plays through the man, uh, just so well on those routes. Where I think uh, Gonzalez can kind of um, like with, with a quick jab, he can kind of get crossed up a little bit at times with those. Um, so maybe give the nod there too. Again, I love both of them. I, I think Gonzalez, yeah, he's got that true purple potential. Um, I think I think I think Witherspoon's got that like fan vote purple potential. Go yeah. on, yeah. Are they both top ten players for you in, in this class? They got ten f- top fifteen grades. Um, I haven't stacked it all. Are yet. they in your top ten? Yeah, they will be. Yeah, like um, I think, yeah, they will They'll, firmly. And they both should. To, to me, they both should go top ten in this draft class, just because it is what it is, mm-hmm. and the position they play. Yeah. Um, I also i I feel as if uh, well well. Devin Witherspoon doesn't necessarily possess the same high-end athleticism and coverage potential as Christian Gonzalez. He's going to be a legitimate weapon in the right system that utilizes what he does triggering downhill. Yeah. Like blitzing him. Um, like he's a, he's a little bit more... I feel like Christian Gonzalez is a prototype corner one where Devin Witherspoon's a little bit more of this player you can have like 
do different things with, have a little more fun with, with a creative defensive coordinator. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's very fair. And, and I also think he gets a, like obviously doesn't actually get a bump, but in the way we view him, and we'll talk about him, is when you have that type of true dog in your secondary, like the way he talks so much shit. Like I, yeah. I feel like similarly to the offensive line, when you have one of those guys. It like fires up everyone around them. Yeah. And look at that. Look at the Illinois secondary the last two years. With yeah. Sidney Brown, Quam Martin, um, and Kirby Joseph. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I totally agree with that. And that's like, yeah. Some of, like you said, some of the offensive line. It's just like a guy that like can kind of ignite something in the rest of the group too. Um, yeah. No. I totally agree. Um, they're clear cut the top two guys. I think that's for sure. I was wondering They're my though. Only two first round grades. That's what I was about to ask. They're my only two first round grades as well. I've got two borderline, uh, like a late first, early second, but they're my only true first. Same, yeah. It, uh, I think, just because, and we've we've talked about it a bit. Just this class is a little weaker, so there's been guys that we've kind of, not just us we're using the royal we, but we've talked about as clear first round players who. I don't think have first round grades, and that's just because for for most people, and I think that's just because the lack of true first round talent. In this yeah, class. I think so Whether, too. Because I I I'm only going to have 16 first round grades <laughs> this year, which is less than normal for sure. Um, and then like that next wave of guys are all guys who get discussed as first round picks. Yeah, who consistently show up in mock drafts, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I, and I, I don't think I was surprised to come away with just those two as my first rounders. I don't think I was either. Um, there was, there was one guy I was hoping, and I, I didn't love him as much as I thought I was going to. Um, still like him a lot though. Terrell yeah, Luter. Terrell Luter. Yeah, he just he, early second round great for me, Rob. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, such a fascinating class, and I think if, if you're ready to move on from just uh, these two. Into our value well, pick, or do you want to do well, like a backups for those positions? Uh, I was gonna ask you want to do some backups. I didn't write anything I, down, but yeah, sure. I, well, I just had when I wrote Christian Gonzalez for the other three category or for the the three main categories. I had a hard time deciding or picking a number two highest floor. I think I think floor would be different. That's why I ended with Witherspoon just to change it up. But if we're going outside of the top two, I think highest floor would be difficult for my... High ceiling, right. I can give you a name, but highest floor would be tough. Right. I, 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 I felt... And, and best bet's a little tough, too. I just feel like there's all these... There's a lot of these guys who are a little bit raw, have some upside... Or have a lot of upside, lots of size, lots of athleticism. Yeah. yeah. Not a ton of consistent tape... Or maybe consistent tape, but a little smaller, didn't test as well. And that's actually, I, I kind of think Utah's Clark Phillips is my backup for highest floor. I thought about it. Yeah, that, that name crossed my mind. Because like a lot of the guys I have above him um, fall into the, a lot of the categories that you just mentioned. Um, I don't know where you have Clark Phillips exactly. Um, he's like, he's, I don't want to spoil anything. But like I, I got like, a, like I think he's like more of a late second, early third guy. Um, right. And I think that the, the thing with him is he has got better, like he is more consistent, technically sound, than yeah. a, lot of the, a more complete corner than a lot of these players right now. But he is 5'9", 184, and not the most athletic guy in the world. Yeah. Everyone is bigger and more athletic than him in this group. Yeah, yeah. Another young guy too. But, um, yeah. 
he'll he'll turn twenty two during the season. Yeah. Uh, and, and a guy who's played a lot of college football despite being young. Uh, but I I just thought like a guy who's really good feet. He he's a he's a better athlete on field than he was testing. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Like um, I think you see the hip tightness a little bit, but um, other than that, no, I think like the change of direction and the short area quickness are are great on the field. Yeah, like he 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 really takes a false step. He's very yeah. he's very sudden. I think you should really see his his instincts show up both mm-hmm. as when triggering down against ball carriers or closing in coverage and zone coverage. Yeah, um, I th- I think he's pretty good with route anticipation. Ball skills are kind of a question for me, and that that comes with his length under thirty inch arms. Um, but I just came came away thinking like he knows how to play corner, which sounds stupid, but like some of these other guys, yeah. down to down, it's it's pretty inconsistent. And I just felt like he was among the most consistent players from down to down. Yeah, apparently um, like reported to like just be like a like an elite tape watcher and just grinds it. And see, that's not surprising to hear. No, and you see that on the field because his eyes are great. Like he's you know he's locked to both the man and the quarterback, which a lot of these guys kind of um, sometimes have issues with. Um, and yeah, like the instincts, the instincts are great. Like he, he's reading, he's breaking, he's, yeah, the ball skills maybe aren't elite, but you know, he, he, he puts himself in, in really good positions to play the he, ball. Yes, he does. Like he makes up for it. Um, also a guy who you, like, you'll see him play, uh, look comfortable playing cover two, cover three. Um, he'll like, he, he's a guy who can play in and out and he did that at Utah. And, yeah. and I think like worse, like Part of the reason I think he's a high floor player is like he he could be a nickel in the NFL for you. I think. Um, do you do you give him a look outside first? I think I do. Okay. I guess it depends on the context of your roster. Yeah, exactly. I'm if I'm like if I'm sitting there, you know, second, late second, early third, and I need a nickel. I'm I'm go and plug him. You know. Yeah. No. I. And I mean, and like we love nickels here. So in, in oh, today's yeah. day and age. Oh yeah. Um, it's not an insult anymore. But yeah, no, I just I just kind of came away thinking like his tape was the most consistent. He's just not as athletic or as big as some of these other guys I have above yeah. him or right around the same grade as him. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree. And, and, and still, when I say he's not as big, he's got 20 pounds on one of the corners who's like five <laughs> inches taller than him. Yeah. Like he, and he's also bigger than Devin Witherspoon uh, weight-wise. So yeah. it's, it's really about that length with him. Uh, definitely. So back up highest ceiling... Lots of options. Lots of options. Uh, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna chicken out and, about mine. and go with my corner three, uh, Deontay Banks from Maryland. Okay, lock it up. We both have Deontay Banks corner three. The ten O Rass. Yeah, that alone would obviously <laughs> lead you towards being like high ceiling. But it's the fact that like he's a freak. He's the most athletic corner in the class. He's only going to be twenty two as a rookie. Um, he's also just a very gifted and press man coverage, uh, and I just you see you see the athleticism on tape, like you see when he carries yeah. a vertical route or like he flips his hips. His hips are really loose. Um, I think he's pretty damn aggressive in, in press as well, which is awesome. Yeah, he's he, a big athletic guy. Yeah, he plays physical and he uses that length of his well too, definitely. Um. And to me, kind of the thing is sometimes it just feels like he, he plays a little too loose and his, his feet can get a little crisscross, a couple false steps. Um, 
but he plays confident. I just I, I like his play demeanor a lot. And yeah, me just, too. Another guy who he he his eyes are a little inconsistent in coverage. You'll see some bright spots in zone, like where he's a really good job picking up on things, and, and, and some other times where it feels like almost lackadaisical. But I don't know. I it, I'm obviously no secret. I'm a Steelers fan. If they're picking a corner at seventeen, and Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez are off the board. Steelers Nation not going to respect me for this, but I take Deontay Banks over Joey Porter all day. I, I've yeah, obviously I have Banks over Porter as well. Um, not too far, but I do too. I do too. And like like you said, it's the athleticism. He's got the great size too. He's really well built, um, solid length, and yeah, you just like like you said, the, the click and close is there. He's got that obviously. He's got that deep speed, but he's got that second gear to close on the deep ball too. He plays physical. Um, like you said, he good, good impress. He's using that length really well. And I just love how fluid he is. And like, it's just constantly staying in the hip pocket of the receiver. And, and also like at the catch point, like really aggressive, like he reads the hands and the eyes of the wide receiver down, downfield pretty well. And he, he attacks the hands and the ball, um, at the catch point, like pretty physical there. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think like just the eyes are still kind of coming along. Like sometimes he, I see, I've seen a couple of coverage confusions on his part. Yeah. Which scares you off for a, like a high end guy, but not with that athleticism. And like I think you kind of touched upon this, but like the better route runners can kind of cross him up a bit. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, I I wasn't sure. If, like I, I didn't focus on Banks too much during the season. I didn't really dig in on him yet, and I wasn't sure if he was going to be okay. You know, he's getting propped up because of the athleticism, but I don't think it's just that. He, he's a uh, damn good uh, ball player. I want to ask you a question. Like obviously, like not super ball production. And, yeah. And and uh, he he. Missed most of 2021. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, not super ball productive in college. Uh, two interceptions, 13 pass breakups. Um, but at the same time, I, I I thought on tape he did a good job disrupting the cash point. I Me thought too. he did a good job finding the ball in phase. And there's a lot of corners in this class who I, I kind of came away. They, like, they put, they'd be in the right position. And yeah. really struggle to find the ball in phase. Yeah, or but be really he, inconsistent at it, even the ones that yeah. kind of flash the high-end stuff. Anyways, go on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I thought, well, he, he did get, like, there's a, this corner group as a whole, lots of penalties. Yes, um, yeah, there's he's got flags. A lot of guys got flags. Yeah, and, and I just, but I, I thought it, it was not as bad with him, even, I think he had five or so, or eight, sorry, eight this yes, year. Yes, some of these guys had double digits this year. Yeah, and, and man, it stinks because a lot of them are like are in great position. They just cannot get their heads around to find the ball. But I thought he was a little more consistent with that than some of these I, other guys. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and then I thought his take on skills were pretty good too. Like yeah. he, he's not a bad tackler. No, he's not bad. He's like I think like kind of actually I feel like a lot of these guys kind of struggle getting off blocks at times. I feel like that was a common theme. Um, I get like even with just wide receiver blocks, but no, I think I think as a pure tackler, um, really solid. Like I'm not worried about him in, in just tackling or in run support. Um, and, and yeah, with with him, not to the same extent as Devin Witherspoon, but I just really like kind of the dog mentality he seems to play with. Definitely, and now they have the good secondary around him too. There you go. Exactly. One of his teammates on on our top Whoa. twenty probably. Oh, that leads me to value pick, AJ. No, does it really? Whoa. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I wrote two names down, but one of them is Ja'Cory and Bennett. 
Jeremy Banks' teammates. So. It's a good choice. I was going to ask where you wanted – with this group, there's a lot of dudes, right? So I just wanted to ask where you wanted to go with value pick. I, I find it hard to pick value pick because there's a lot of guys, if we, you know, getting outside the top 100 that I like, that's kind of hard to stack them, you know? No, definitely. It, it, it is difficult. I, I put Ja'Korian Bennett down. It's um, a good choice. I have a fourth-round grade on him. I do too. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he – just with the testing, if he goes above that. I got an early um, fourth on him, so like top 100 makes a lot of sense. But then at the same time, I was like, there's so many corners that I feel like some of these guys will get pushed down a little bit. Um, I don't disagree, but like again, the class isn't that good. I know. There's a I lot of need for corner. Like thir- Third round is just going to be corners. <laughs> I, think, I think so. Uh, but yeah, Ja'Cory and Bennett. So uh, 5'11", 188, 4'3", flat, 40, 40 and a half inch for 11, one broad. Yeah. I don't know what what's in the the water in uh in uh, at the University of Maryland turtles or, or just just in the Big 10 in general oh yeah um, this is this is the Big 10 show baby but yeah i i Bennett, i thought you saw that explosiveness show up on tape i thought he looked twitchy you 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 could see him um when he's carrying vertical reds yeah he's, uh, he's got that second a, gear recovery speed too yeah uh and and a guy who i i kind of liked uh, i liked him more in off coverage um I felt his size could kind of hurt him at times. Impressed not that not because he didn't kind of have that badass in him, but just mm-hmm. more so like he it, it could lag him behind. So I liked him in, in off man and off zone. Another guy who could play a little bit of nickel. He plays inside and yeah. out. Um, I thought really good eyes in zone coverage, but also had had the ability to to mirror match and man um pretty good stiff. back pedal yeah his height yeah. are very slightly tight i agree with you yeah little tiny bit stiff um but a, a, a guy who's uh again solid take on skills um mm-hmm. so if you're playing him inside because i when you're playing nickel like that 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 is more important uh but yeah you know he reminded me a lot of cam sutton who the Steelers just lost to the Lions in free agency, a guy who could play outside and inside, which was early in Cam Sutton's career when he was not a starter. It was a huge plus to have a guy who could be your your 50B or 60B yeah. and play in all these different roles. And I, I think that's a huge plus for Ja'Korian Bennett. Um, yeah, I really like him. I do too, but he's one of those guys that have the, that, the, those catch point issues. Um, yes, <laughs> he's lots of penalties because he's knocking his head around. I just find like his balance, it kind of he loses his balance at the catch point a lot. It's kind of weird. Um, throwing the SMU game, he struggled at the catch point against Rashid Rice, who can go up and pluck it with some of the best in this class. Yep. But who, who can't who can't catch a slant, but then makes the it, catch yeah it, exactly like you know instant leaps and yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a bit of a tough one. No, I think that's a good pick. I. I I think Bennett is my my top of my fourth round. He's he's my first fourth round grade. Um, I like him a lot. I think that's a good pick. Like I said, it's tricky. I, I still have a few names bouncing around my head. But how about for a guy I have in the fourth round, who who could go later? So that's why I'm going to put value on it because he tore his ACL. I, I'm still a fan of Garrett Williams from Syracuse. That was my backup pick. That's funny. Yeah, I still I still like Garrett Williams. And again, yeah, torn ACL in October. That's going to hurt his stock. Um, his, it already has. I, but yeah. His, I don't know why, but I was like, I went in thinking I wasn't gonna like him, and came out having him near the top of my fourth round. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he's not this, you know, he's not this great athlete or anything, but 
quick feet, fluid technician. hips. Technician. Technician, yeah, exactly. And I think just has has a good demeanor. Lots of pop in his pads too. Really solid tackler. Um, just mirrors well. Like all of that check. I, I like that a bit. A lot. Sorry, I should say. I, I think like... Like he'll give up some stuff underneath. He's like a little bit delayed driving back to the ball, which no, I don't love that. And his positioning a little bit, um, and like not that great makeup speed. Like I already touched on, but yeah, I, st- I I kind of thought um, a little concerned about him in man coverage against uh, faster guys. Yeah, kind of yeah, turning on downfield. But I, I I liked him a lot playing zone coverage, and mm-hmm. I thought but part of that was like he opens up his hips really well. Yeah. Um, and then, like, his, I thought his feet were fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I, look, I like him better in zone. I totally agree. Because I think a lot of the stuff that you can kind of n- get nitpicky about uh, get cleaned up in zone. Um, and and he's, a, he's not a guy I ever said his name, Nickel, question mark. Yeah, I think that that's potential. Because, like, he's got that, that scrappiness to him. And like you said, can kind of get out get out speed outside. I think he can kind of get out physical to the catch point, too, which is a bit of a concern. But... You kick him inside, and and most most slot receivers in the NFL, I think he matches up against pretty well. Yeah, and in this great group, I don't know where he goes coming off the ACL. Again, I got a mid fourth. I didn't take the injury into consideration, um, but not having that full season of senior tape probably already put him there more so. You know, um, I don't know where he ends up going. He could, he could slip a bit. I know there are people who who like him a lot though because he's a hell of a ball player. But only twenty two still. Really. Yeah, like he's younger than some of these guys. Yep. Um. I, I, I would, with the ACL, obviously it depends on how the board falls, but, like, I think I'd be happy if I'm a playoff team picking the back end of the fourth round. Yeah, me too. Me taking too. Taking that pick. Uh, going to sleeper now. This one I found tougher because I didn't know if I was just higher on these guys, mm-hmm. if these guys will be there in the sixth, seventh or not. Because um, I have fifth-round grades. I put two different names down. How, how did you find... I, I, you know, it's a guy I've liked for a while, so I kind of just locked him in. But you're right. In, in general, I think I think that's a good call. Like, my deep sleeper, I have a higher grade on than my sleeper, funny enough. But, um, no, I think that's good. I, I'm interested to – do you want me to go first or do you want to do you want to think on it? No, no, no. You go first. Go okay. First. Okay. I, I ended back with my guy, Deshaun Jameson from Texas, who, you know, isn't the biggest, 5'9", 184. I'm, I guess I'm not really sure where he, he's going to go. Didn't test I amazing. I think he's more deep sleeper. Okay, well, you, I'll give you. Honest. I'll give you. It's just Texas is hard for me to put a Texas guy deep sleeper, you know, who's been in the realm of college football for a long time. I just don't think he's going to get drafted. I got, a, I got a seventh. Like that's what I mean. I'm going. I got, a, I got a mid seventh. I'm not sure if he will because he didn't test great. Um, solid three cone. Got the return man bonus. Exactly. Yeah, you're kicking him into nickel um, in the NFL, and he played mostly outside of Texas. But yeah, like I, I think he's got that nickel effort uh, in the run. Um, I think he's a solid run defender. He's got the nickel quickness. He's got the ball skills. And like you said, he's got that return man upside. Um, so maybe like more of a sleeper value picks. And like you said, maybe you can get him undrafted. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, but yeah, just just a lot a lot there to work with. A guy I think could develop into something as your maybe potential corner for your dime and maybe uh, your starting return man. Three return touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, wasn't returning kicks and punts this past year. Um, but M- Mistake for Texas, but yeah. That's why Texas wasn't back. Uh, also, uh, a guy who looked really good at the East West Shrine Bowl. I thought he he didn't stand out as the number one corner there, but he was certainly in the in the top three. Um, and I thought it also because I, I found at Texas he's playing a lot of off coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Shrine Bowl, like in in those one on ones, he's playing press man, obviously, and get to just see him in, in that, and he looked very comfortable. Doing that's it. yeah, that's interesting. I yeah, I think that, that that makes sense. And yeah, a guy that's played so much like college football at you know the highest level, like I uh, I don't know, just I like the makeup of Deshaun Jameson. He just seems like a guy that like maybe seventh round, maybe undrafted, that will stick. Um, no, that, that, that's a, that's a good pick. Cause yeah, I think special teams get mm. him an extra long look, even if he's not drafted. Okay. Well, uh, that didn't help me. Cause I feel like that's a better sleeper than mine, but, uh, my, maybe my deep sleeper is more of the sleeper then. So don't worry. Okay. I, I'll, I'll throw two out and you get to pick, um, whoever you believe is a more of a sleeper. Uh, I wrote South Alabama's Darrell Luter and Ball State's Nick Jones. Well, Darrell Luter again is my corner four, so I don't know about that. Let's go. Let's go, Nick. I don't know. I like Darrell Luter, and I want to talk about him, so I think that's a good pick. But I, it's a guy I still I have in the fifth round too. Yeah. Um, so okay, let's go. I'll, let's go, I'll, Nick, I'll Jones. Talk to Nick Jones. Yeah, Nick Jones, who, who who's going to start the year only twenty one, turns twenty two during the season. Uh, man, the Mac just has talent. Mm-hmm. He's really good in press man coverage, and. I just think he has some of the best feet in the class. He's six foot, one eighty nine, so like solid size. Yep. Um, and he just his ability to 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 mirror and match, just I couldn't believe a Mac guy was doing it. I thought like you throw on the Tennessee game, and he, he's going against those guys, uh, Hyatt Tillman, mm-hmm. and and he's holding his own like so much more than I was expecting. Also worth noting, oh, 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 nearly thirty two inch arms, so that's a huge plus. Didn't test all that well. Um, and I think you could kind of see that on tape. He's not the the most explosive guy, uh, but still, um, I I I found he he did a really good job staying in stride despite that. Just because he's really technically sound, very few false steps. Uh, I think he's got good instincts. Um, plays the ball decently in phase. He's a guy I like in the fifth round who I think will go later than that. Yeah, I have him a, a little bit later, but I like him. I think he's more of a six round, but I like him. That's a good pick. Thank you. Um, oh, also, also mm-hmm. he at the uh, Shrine Bowl, he had some of the best. Like you know the stupid one on one reps where the play goes for way too long. The quarterback's not throwing it, so the receivers are obviously <laughs> going to come open. Yeah. Um, he had some of the best reps where he just refused to let that happen. Respect. Like that. just like with him mirroring for like ten full seconds. <laughs> Respect that. <laughs> Um, deep sleeper. I'm uh, I'm going to some are calling it a freak show. You in Old Dominion. I'm going with one of the most athletic corners in the class. In uh, they're Trey Hawkins, who is six two one eighty eight, um nine point eight two rats. He ran a four four two forty thirty seven and a half ten nine broad six seven four three cone. Bunch of good numbers there. If you if you weren't following along, um, <laughs> and you throw on the <laughs> tape and a guy that like. Like, you know, he's got a ways to go, right? Like, he's not, you know, he's not this technician at all. Like, he, he the instincts are, aren't aren't quite there yet or anything. But, but I think there's glimpses of good instincts, and like just a guy that I think needs to trust his eyes more and and just work up that technique and trust that more too. Um, but like, yeah, you see the athleticism show up, and you pair that with the good size, the good length. Um, I think he plays pretty tough. Like he, he plays through the hands of the wide receiver, um, willing to throw his shoulder. He's got a good tackle radius. Um, 
Like, it reads the receiver's hands pretty well. There, there's glimpses. Like, I watched him against UVA, which, you know, two good receivers, good good college football receivers and uh, NFL draft picks. Like, I think I think I thought he looked pretty good. I thought he looked pretty good in that. Um, I think upset win, right? Wasn't it? Um, yeah, but just like th- yes. there's a lot there's there's a lot of um, unheraldedness to his game. But like I I have him over Jamison because I have him the six because of the athleticism. But he could totally go undrafted easily. Um, and another guy kind of struggles at the catch point, getting his head around downfield and stuff like that. But I, I think there's a lot to work with there. He's very very intriguing. Um. I'll go with a guy who didn't test well like Trey Hawkins for my deep sleeper. Uh, and that's Western Kentucky's, uh, I don't want to butcher this, yeah, uh, yeah. Khalif Halasi. Khalif Halasi. It's another good pick. This, this guy is 6'1", 193, was at Oregon, um, ends up at Western Kentucky after I think a year at a Juco. That's all the greats do. And he he is well put together and is very fluid, but not a superb athlete, like not not very explosive. Um, But really, so the thing is, they didn't have him, Western Kentucky had him playing a ton of off zone coverage. So like not using that length all that much. And then at the Shrine Bowl, he was suffocating people at the line of scrimmage. He's got over 32-inch arms. Um, and then he ends up, like, he ends up testing well in the agility stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, his change of direction is good. And you can see that on tape where he's not the most explosive guy, but he's very fluid. Um, I don't have a draftable grade on him. Uh, but I think he's, like, if you're playing a lot of zone, if you want a big kind of zone corner yeah. to try and develop i think he's a really interesting guy and again i think he was a four star when he went to oregon so he's got that pedigree too and he just um, took took a different route here but really interesting that's a good pick yeah no uh, i i think i'm pretty sure lance airline of the nfl.com is a big fan of his too um let's go on yeah i think i think there's gonna be a lot i know that like the class is good at the top but i think there's gonna be a lot of guys in this class that find a way to to sneak onto rosters or make a statement onto rosters and, and hang around yeah, no, and, and I also think there's a, there's a lot of guys who have special teams experience too. For, yeah, so that's obviously there a are. huge plus. Yeah, no, sure. There's a couple core special teamers. That's great. Um, okay, wild card, and I think there's a bunch of options. Yeah, there are. I, I, I do think though I have to go with Manuel Forbes, who is okay, the lightest person in existence, possibly, at 166 pounds, but at six one, with good length too. I, I feel like we're we're not making a big enough deal about this at times maybe by we i mean more so like the major media he there's like never been a corner this tall and thin yeah yeah there's not a lot of nfl players this light period and and and, and i feel like because devonta smith exists like it's been like kind of like not talked about devonta smith is a true outlier who also had like extremely long arms for his size um i just i don't know like i've seen i've seen people talk about emmanuel forbes in the first round and i just kind of feel the same way i've i i even more so because i just like with kalaja Kansi's arm length or, mm-hmm. or or bryce young's height it's been these sticking points and i just feel like it hasn't been talked about as much with emmanuel forbes and i think it's 
maybe a bigger deal with Emmanuel Forbes. I, I think it shows up with like his play strength is pretty pretty on the lower end of the scale. Like I think he's a soft tackler. You know, like he tries a wrap, but like you'll see ball carries escape um, pretty often. You know, he's struggling getting off blocks. So I think I think a lot of that is um, is concerning. I do like Emmanuel Forbes though. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think he's he, I have him in the second round. I, I I do think like he's got good effort in the run. He's just not great yeah. at it. <laughs> so my, my my big concern is like. Because I've seen this, where it's like, he, it's not that he, he doesn't want to tackle. And, like, people tweet clips, like, why is tackling a question with him? Like, he, he's triggering downhill. But it's like, right, okay. But what what happens when he's tackling, trying to tackle Saquon Barkley a couple times a game? He's 166 pounds. Yeah. All these little, like, hits, too, add up. I don't know. I just have... A lot of concerns about how they'll hold up. And then on top of that, it's like, at Mississippi State, I thought they did a really good job kind of minimizing that play strength issue. Mm-hmm. He's playing only off coverage pretty yep. much. Yeah. So he's never having to press and never having to deal with that strength at the line of scrimmage. He's pretty much only playing zone. So he's always got his eyes on the quarterback. And, and he's a true ball hawk player. Yes, he he's is. so good at jumping, jumping yeah. routes. And, and he played in a system that perfectly showcased that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just kind of worry a, about how he'll handle both holding up in the NFL against NFL running backs uh, as a run defender and handling uh, more powerful wide receivers in, in coverage. Yeah, I think there's some corners I have below him that I like a little bit more, but like. Forbes, because of that production on the ball and because of athleticism, he he tested, you know, he graded out better for me. Um, but yeah, like the, the eyes are really good. Like he's got really good route recognition and he uses that length well, like because he's got what 30, 32 and a quarter arms or around there. Um, like he's he's long. It's just he's just so so real thin, man. Like I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I do think like I think he's good. I'm interested to see where you where you have him. You don't have to spoil it yet, but I do. Oh, were you, you going to spoil? Uh, well, no, no, no. Have you like the, how early do you think you would take a guy like this? I still take him in the second round, but I don't. I don't go in like I have, a, I have a mid to late second on him. Um, and like there are other like bigger corners, like just behind him that I have like that I like like pretty close, right? But not not quite. Um, I don't know. I, I think he goes in the second round, but like. Seeing the first round stuff is is kind of, I know he's got the ball skills and the athleticism, but I think that's still a little much. Yeah, it's. Uh, How are you? Uh, I have a third round grade. On. Okay. Yeah. By the way, you're talking. It sounds like you're less of a fan. Um, it's interesting. I yeah, just, we'll get there. I don't know. I just I it showed up more in, 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 on tape than I was expecting with mm-hmm. the size. Um, my wild card's gonna be Keely Ringo. That's a good pick. 6'2", 207, just 21 no, years old. No size questions there. Yeah. Among the youngest players in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, ran a 4.36. Blazing speed. You could see it on tape with his makeup speed. Yeah. But but obviously the big thing with him is change the direction. Then he, he didn't jump all that well. Um, so... He's like this big straight line athlete. He's almost like the DK Metcalf of cornerbacks. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, 
And in coverage, he does, I thought, like, really good job smothering receivers. And then he, I thought, it, like, more, like, his hips were looser than I was expecting. Um, like, I, I feel like he, he could open in transition better than I was expecting. But yeah. then, like, his, his feet can be a little sloppy, a little bit slow, and he can kind of get away with it because he's got that makeup speed. Um, it kind of, like, just opens his hips early, too, to kind of counter that, I think, a bit, too. Yes. Uh, I thought, like, when when he's playing press man and, like, it's a vertical right, like, I, I think he looks great. It's yeah. when, like... Um, throttling down, like yeah. when the, the receiver runs a, a comeback. Like that's his weakness. Kind of loot, like just run comebacks at him, basically. Yeah, you run um, the like, you throw the Tennessee game on, and I know they kick Tennessee's ass, but Tillman was giving him trouble with those comebacks and the slants, and that's kind of where like he's having issues. Where it's just like that sinking his hips and coming, you know, bring, coming back to the ball. That's where he's going to have that bit of the hitch, right? And, and, and keep in mind, what makes him wild card is like he's got the size, he's got the speed. And over the summer, he was being talked about kind of the way we talked about Christian Gonzalez mm-hmm. at the top of the show, where he's yeah. like, oh, this guy's a top 10 player. Like, this is corner one. And this that was obviously after he had the pick six in the national championship. But he didn't kind of take that year two leap. Um, yeah. But just the size, the speed, the flashes on tape, it's all very tantalizing. Yeah. And I just wonder, like, how high can he go? Like, because to me, it's it wouldn't be shocking to see him end up in the first round. Because me neither. The the NFL is the way it is, but it also wouldn't shock me if he ends up in the third round. Yeah, um, I have him in the second round. I have him and above Forbes. Not to give too much away. Me too. I think there's more um, of a clear of him being a first round pick than Forbes. Yeah. Um. And I think with him, it's just like getting the right right system, like. I don't know about you, but I, I just I just want to get him this uh, to a secondary where there's like an established corner one. Yeah, just, just let him and for, kind of bring him along slowly. Yeah. Uh, work on like route anticipation to kind of make up for those change of direction things, um, and, and and just kind of work his technique because that's kind of where you lose him a little bit. But he's got all this make makeup to be this bully at, at the line of scrimmage, like. I think he, if he can improve his like his eyes are a little inconsistent too, but man, like he could be a really good cover two corner. Um, yeah, yeah, I just think he's a really interesting player. And like another part that I think makes him a bit of a wild card is he shows that like really really high end ball skill ability. Mm-hmm. Like in that Tennessee game, what an interception! But that runs hot and cold too. Like you know what I mean? Like sometimes he'll just the, like not think, like the ball tracking can be really inconsistent. Yeah. So in the Vanderbilt game, I watched um, the Vandy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he could have had three interceptions. He still ended up with like three pass breakups. Yeah. But like if he played the ball a little better, and it was like still credit to him, put himself in position to make the play. But if he played the ball better, he, he like I literally think he would have left with three picks. Yeah, he had one just where he sat in zone and read and reacted perfect. And it, the ball just went off his hands and to a Vandy receiver. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think in run support, like he's got that like Georgia fundamental, maintaining leverage, solid run support. The tackling, I think it's not bad. It's just like a, I think it'd be better for it's, a bigger guy, you know. Sometimes it just like it, it, he doesn't wrap. Like he just yeah. throws a shoulder. I think you like, see the hip tightness come come to play at, at the tackle point too, like the, yeah. the radius. But yeah, he's a he's a very interesting player. Yeah, agreed. All right, um, 
if you were to pick a best bet that wasn't Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon, who would it be? It would be Deontay Banks, but that's going back to the well okay, again, what, too. If it wasn't Deontay Banks. I don't... Banks. Then, we're like... Yeah, Clark it's, it's Phillips. Clark Phillips, yeah. Um, who, no, no, no. Okay, here's a better question. Who's your best bet of your third round picks? Oh, okay, that's a good question. That's a good question. I got mine. I okay, you, 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 you hit yours first, and I'll, I'll tell you. Purdue's Corey Trice. Oh, I love Corey Trice. I... That's a good. That's an interesting one, uh, and, and I'll tell you why. If he didn't get hurt last year, I think he would have been talked about in a very different light. Um, and I feel like he's just been a guy kind of who wasn't talked about until very recently. Yeah, I kind of the the traction began after his big combine six three two oh six massive. His change of direction and agility scores were insane. Like yeah, he ran a six seven three cone. Um, four four seven forty over thirty two inch arms. He's a bully at the line of scrimmage, but and, and very athletic. And I, I I feel like whereas some of these other big athletic guys, I thought he was a lot more um, technically sound. I, I I thought a little more uh, cover versatile too. Like he could bully and press man, but like you'll see him play some off zone coverage. Like um, I thought his feet were really good for a big corner. And then he's got the, yeah, the, he, he, his feet are quick and his hips are fluid for for a big guy. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I could stick him nose to nose at the last scrimmage, and he'll just throw off the timing by yeah, punching your receiver into oblivion. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean it's all the athleticism too. Uh, I I th- I I think he's a safe bet in the third round to be a like he has all the checks all the boxes for me to be an NFL starter. Yeah, no. I, again, like, I I don't know if the change in direction skills um, on field are as good as the numbers. They they aren't, but they're, they're still pretty good for a six three. Oh yeah, yeah, and I agree. The hips are good for a tall guy too, and the feet are good. Um, the trans the transitions are a little sticky. You know what? One thing that aren't good for a bigger guy, he's kind of like the catch and wrap tackler. Too many guys will just too many times he'll just let guys drag him. I like to see him get stronger there. But no, I, I like Trice a lot. I got him in the third too. He's kind of like at the end of my third round group though. Uh, but no, I like him a lot. I, I think I think I'll have to go to the top of my third round group though for for this for this pick with Darius Rush from South Carolina, who is also a big boy, six two one ninety eight, um, thirty three and three eight arms. Um, Test ran a four three eight. Um, no agility and the jumps are, mm, but really good athlete. Uh, was the best corner at the Senior Bowl by far. Was running routes for the wide receivers. It was pretty yeah, ridiculous. The route anticipation was insane. At first, I thought he was guessing, but me, then it me just too. kept happening. Me too. I thought I was going to burn him, uh, and it didn't. Um, he threw on the, the actual tape. <laughs> Wasn't that, you know, dominant? But, um, no, I like him. I like him a lot. Like, you know, he's a physical dude. He uses that sideline really well. Just will force guys out there. So um, interesting, too, because he was uh, a guy who played, like, every position in high school. Yeah, and then uh, what? I Converted think he, from wide receiver. Yeah, he like spent a year as a receiver. Yeah, and those ball skills show up. Yeah, like he has really good natural hands. Um, but yeah, for a big guy, like good feet, very fluid, very yeah. good feet. Like to me, the 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 things were just kind of improving in zone coverage, um, and take on skills. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Like, it just, like, I'd see him play more aggressive, too, and, um, like, just will let some in, guys, like, clean release on the inside, too. Like, I, yeah. I, it worries me a little bit. But, Use that length a little more. Yeah, and just, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I think in zone, he's just, like, a, a little hesitant, which I think would, can, you know, can kind of come up. I, I do think, like, he's got good ball skills, but, like, he kind of missed a decent amount of interceptions, too. Um he puts himself in good position though, and again, this is like my 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 the top. He's my corner ten, but uh, I like I like Rush a lot. Um, and I think he's he's got the th- yeah the third longest arms in the class. Yeah, yeah, everything checks out there. It's a hell of a, it's a big athletic long class. Yeah, like everyone has long arms mm-hmm. except except for Clark Phillips, but that's okay. It's okay, Clark. All right. We're going to get to our top 20 corners in the class. Maybe top 40. I wrote down top 40. We're going to get to our top cornerbacks in the class. We're going to count down the rankings after this. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back with our rankings, baby. Corner time. How many you, do you want to count down? Let's just do top twenty. We can't go too ridiculous. Or give give me all your fourth rounds and better, wherever that would be. Um, fourth rounds and better. I want to do my top twenty. Okay, do your top twenty. Uh, I want to do my top thirty. Uh, wait. All, my top 20 are all fourth. Like, my 21 is a fifth round. Okay, there you go. Boom. But it's Darrell Luter. Fuck. <laughs> okay, start start where we have Darrell Luter. <laughs> what the Okay. Wait, you go first. Do you want me to start where I have Darrell Luter? <laughs> yeah, where do you have him? I got him 22nd. I got an early fifth on him. Um, I just want to sneak my guy in Rajon right in. That's why. 21st. I got a late for fourth, early fifth. There you go. Now we're at to 20. Okay, my twenty-two <laughs> is Minnesota's Terrell Smith, and then twenty-one is South Alabama's Darrell Luter. Darrell Luter. Um, funny enough, my twenty is Terrell Smith from uh, Minnesota, late fourth, early fifth. Nineteen. I already talked about him, but that's where I got Garrett Williams. I got a bit of a jump. I got a I, this is a jump up to the mid fourth year with Garrett Williams. Uh, Eighteen. I got I got the best player in the country. I, I'm surprised we haven't talked about him yet. Riley Moss, mid fourth round grade on him. Uh, 17, I got one of, a show favorite, uh, Trey Tomlinson. I got an early and mid-fourth on him. And uh, 16, I got a guy who we're both very high on, Jacorian Bennett, uh, early fourth round grade. Finish your drink on Jacorian Bennett. Yeah, we know, we're, we're on Jacorian yeah, Bennett, yeah. Nailed that one. Um, man, this is funny, because it's like, my corner 26 through 21, that's like my fifth round group. I feel like our guys who would normally be my top 20 if we're doing different yeah. positions. Like yeah. I like all those guys a lot. Um, but anyway, 
20 for me is Iowa's Riley Moss with a fourth round. These are all fourth round grades. Uh, 19 is Louisville's Kytrell Clark. 18 is TCU's Trey Tomlinson. 17 is Syracuse's Garrett Williams. And then 16 is Maryland's Jacorian Bennett. Any guy you want to touch on or do you want to just keep it rolling? Uh, Trey Tomlinson. Like, if yeah. he was taller, I very much believe I'd have a day two grade on him. Like, he's 5'8", 178. He's just tiny, but he's a yeah. very good football player with great instincts, really good, sudden athlete. Yeah. Um, very clean feet. Like, but the size does show up, and it shows up in that, like, he's kind of panicky when the ball's in the air because of that lack of length and lots of penalties. 14 penalties this year. Um, and, yeah, you see that, obviously, like, he's going to get a strength. He's, he'll get a length at the catch point. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I still I still love a lot what he's got. Like, he just, you know, the hips are qu- are, are good. The, the feet are quick. Like, he's that short area change of direction um, is great. Um, like, you know, he's a, he's a good – he takes really good angles to the ball, too. Like, I think, like, you, you kick him to nickel um, – I like that. I like that a lot because he's you know he's have a lot of bring a lot of effort. He's got the the change of direction skills. Do you, um, do you think he'll end up in the fourth round? That's where we both have him. I think so. I don't know though. Okay. I don't know. Uh, um, Kytrell Clark. I, I thought I have him. I, he's my twenty three. Um, I thought just like took a bit of a step back this past season, um, and like. I don't know. I, like another guy, like you know, I really like the the feistiness, though the willing run support, like the feet are good, the, the good mirroring off the line of scrimmage. Just I thought when you like he's gonna be a nickel at the next level, most yeah. likely, and he didn't do it a lot, and he didn't look great when he did it. That that kind of scares me. No, that's my dog. That dude was ridiculous at these with Shramble. Um, I just really love the instincts. I love the mm-hmm. the aggressiveness. Uh, need to clean up some missed tackles. Because he's just throwing his body at people sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and do a better job finding the ball. But I like him a lot as a nickel in the like fourth, fifth round. I got him in the fifth um, round. It's just, it just, I wish he, he got the chance to do it more. And he was, I'm sure he'll, he'll come around. But yeah. Any any comps you want? Or you want to keep it rolling? What's your Riley Moss comp? You should ask Darrell Luter. Uh, Riley Moss kind of reminds me of a Jalen Johnson, honestly. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. Uh, how about Darrell Luter? Rocky Sin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Darrell Luter, good at the catch point, man. Have we? Wait, we haven't. We've talked a lot of Darrell Luter, but we haven't talked any Darrell Luter. Do you want to talk Darrell Luter? Yeah, yeah. Darrell Luter is just like very good feet, physical press. Yeah. Uh, uses length well to disrupt catch point. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just like him a lot. I think yeah, he's a he, very good fifth round corner. I think he can turn into a starter, like a guy you draft on the fifth. And yeah, like a corner two and maybe not a high level or anything, but just very solid. I, I agree with you. All right. Uh, 15 to 11. 15. Guy I like a lot and I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, Northwestern's Cameron Mitchell. I got a late third, early fourth, so a borderline top 100. Let me jump into my top 100 guys. Third, uh, 14 is where I got our guy, Corey Trice from Purdue, late third round grade. These guys are all tight for me and I kind of had a hard time stacking them. 13, I have Caillou Blue Kelly, same grade, late third uh, from Stanford. 12, I have Tyreek Stevenson, Miami, early to mid-third round grade. And 11, I got I got my guy, Julius Brantz, uh, early third round grade on him. We'll have nine of the same 10, I believe. Let's hear um, Okay, 15 for me is uh, Stanford's Caillou Blue Kelly with a fourth round grade. 
13 or 14 is uh northwestern's cameron mitchell third round grade um 13 is miami's Tariq stevenson with third round grade 12 is south carolina's cam smith with third round grade 11 is produced Corey trace with third round grade i want to talk a little cameron mitchell because he feels like he's kind of just under the radar yeah i, I really good zone corner yeah i just think really like good, like safe i feel very safe with him yeah a core special teams guy too um could could play inside yeah i think it's just like I, I i agree with you just um pretty safe dude like i think like strong enough the, the feet are good fluid transitions like you know not not gonna yeah. blow you away with athlete you know the deep speed or anything like that but um good ball skills too i thought he did a good job finding the ball yeah no i like i like him like in the scramble situation too i thought he did a really good job that's yeah really yeah that's where i think like good instincts good feel yeah yeah no, good back pedal i think like very like pretty clean technical guy i i, I like yeah. mitchell yeah, um, I get a Byron Murphy comp on him, so it's a good one. It's a good one. He like he reminded me of uh, his his teammate a little bit, but just not to the same levels. Greg Greg Newsom? Yeah, a little bit, but not to the uh, same extent. Him and Greg Newsom are like best friends or something. So. Yeah, I read. <laughs> you can see it. Um, what'd you come up with, Caillou, Caillou Blue Kelly? Like, it's been a long road for us to talk about him, and he, I just felt like really struggled uh, in man coverage, like. I, I like UCLA Cam Brown on UCLA wrote his name down because he kept coking him. Um, but just like because he's not very physical in press, uh, and then he like he has good feet, but he kept giving up kind of the inside, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt like not not an amazing athlete, and I thought that showed up. I liked him in zone coverage though, like I. Th- because those feet and the the like, he's more sudden than he is fast. Yeah, I thought that showed up in zone coverage. I thought he had good eyes. Like he looked so much more comfortable. I thought when he was off the line of scrimmage with his eyes on the quarterback. It's interesting, yeah. Because I, I think like you know that that deep speed is average at best, and the recovery speed is lacking too, right? So when you you know get him up in the line, if he if the press misses, then he's going to be in trouble. And like you said, like the better, more nimble route runners can give him trouble too. And I also um, thought like he like. Actively tried not to tackle people. Yeah, like he was he, not. Yeah. He would like try to keep himself blocked. Is what it looked like. <laughs> um, anyone else you want? Tariq Steve- I feel like there's so many good guys that like they deserve being talked about here. Tariq Stevenson, if you just want like a really physical press yeah. corner with good 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 feet too, um, but need like maybe a little bit stiff. Doesn't have the best ball skills, but yeah, yeah he's in corner. Yeah, it's a little sticky in transitions and like false stepping and and like another guy like I feel like a lot of these guys the run support's not great for even the bigger guys but he also he before he transferred to Miami he was like playing a nickel role at Georgia yeah. so that's like a big plus too yeah it's interesting and that's why he left though right because he wanted to play outside but yeah I mean I don't think he's gonna say no in the NFL no Stevens interesting is interesting too it's just all these guys like in any other uh, group in this in this in this draft we would be talking about so I wanted to hit them. Okay, um, top ten. Yep. Okay, ten is where I got. Uh, I got. I got. I go South Carolina back to back. I got Darius Rush ten, uh, early third round grade. I got Cam Smith. Maybe this is the biggest difference. Not really, but the biggest one. Um, my ninth. I got like a late second, early third. I think. I think our top. I think the rest of the way out. We're gonna be a little different, except for the top, obviously. Uh, I got Clark Phillips eight, late second, early third. Uh, I got Emmanuel Forbes seventh, mm-hmm. uh, mid to late second. I know I'm higher on him than you are. 
Uh, I got DJ Turner sixth from Michigan, Good early second. And I got Keely Ringo fifth, early second. You're not here. supposed to count to your fifth. But... Oh, shit. Sorry. I, I, something that confuses me. You know that. We have already... recent rankings. Damn. Okay. Go on. Uh, okay. Time for me is Julius Brents of Kansas State with a third round grade. Um, struggled with a pro comparison, though. Through eight, no, baby. Uh, he's, he's just really surprised. Yeah, that's the comp, obviously. Uh, nine, Seth Carolina's Darius Rush, third round grade, Jamel Dean comp. Ah, that's a good eight, one. Eight, Mississippi State's Emmanuel Forbes, third round grade. And, like, because he's such a weird set, like, Dominique Rogers Cromarty just makes the most sense, but he's still, like, 20 pounds later he, than uh, DRC, so yeah. it's tough. Um, seven, Utah's Clark Phillips, uh, second round grade with the DJ Reed comp. And six, Michigan's DJ Turner, second round grade, but it's like an Adoree Jackson comp. That's an interesting one. I got some like Asante Samuel vibes a little bit from Turner. Wh- which one? Oh, damn, both. A little bit of both. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk Julius Brantz, baby, who is uh, 6'3", almost 200 pounds, and has 34-inch arms. And, yeah, and jumps at the gym, had <laughs> yeah. a six six three three going, and yeah. shows up on tape. His movement skills are ridiculous. He's a condor out there, and then he, yeah, he moves so easily. Like, his hips are just so loose. And um, basically, he just needs to fix those ball skills up, and we'll be cooking. Because, man, he really struggles to find the ball at times. And then, yeah. like, just watch him against TCU. It's the best way to do it, both <laughs> games against TCU. I remember I fell for him because of the, the championship game against TCU. Because him and Quentin Johnson were just such a fun matchup. And that's where, like, he I really... just kept P.I. in Quentin Oh, yeah. But he was, he, he was, like, holding his own, too. It was weird. It was, like, they're throwing haymakers, and he was getting knocked a little bit. He was on the canvas more, let me put it that way. A little boxing terminology for you, Rob. Um, but I, had, I didn't quite see the athleticism, you know, watching him live during the K-State season. But then he blew up the combine, and then you go back and, like, oh, yeah, that, that shows up. Yeah, no, he's, he's just very smooth. Um, yeah. Offline scrimmage in transition, uh, I, I, I really I liked him more than I thought I was gonna like him. Um, he he can bully you at the line of scrimmage too. Uh, carry carry the vertical with that. Uh, yeah, like he ran a four five three, but like he is fast for his yeah, size. I agree because like that uh, that that length makes up for some distance, right? Yeah. Um, it's just the catch point. Like, just, yeah, if we can fix that, like I think he's gonna be very good. He just like has a hard time finding the ball, and he's just like got no balance at the catch point too. You're right though. If if and like the eyes, I think the eye discipline will get him to trouble too. But um, yeah, those everything else, man. Like I, I love he, it. He could go pretty high. I think. I think so too. All that, like he I might, think so too. Like he might be our what your eleventh corner, my tenth corner, but he might yeah. be like the sixth corner off the board. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like, a lot of those guys in our top seven have first-round talk. But, like, if he goes above Clark Phillips, Cam Smith, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Um, I mean, they're not too far not too far behind them, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's talk Cam Smith a bit. He's in your 10, not mine. I think he's my 12th, I said. He's my 9. Why do you like him so much? I love him. He's the best corner in the club. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Cam Smith, 6'1", 180. You know, he's he's got a bit of a thin frame, but... You know, tested really well. Um, no agility numbers, which which sucks. But four four three, thirty eight inch vert, uh, eleven two broad. 
I think like pretty solid hips. He's got pretty good feet. He just um, stays in phase pretty well. He turns and runs pretty smooth. He does everything pretty decent. He just you know lean lean build had some penalty troubles too this year. Mm-hmm. His um, techniques would scare me off a little bit. Yeah, but I, I like like you know like in trail like he, he uses his length really well. Um, flashes some click and close. Uh, plays aggressive like in the run and like through the hands in the in the in the pass. I think there's a lot there. Um, I, I I can definitely see like him being a little bit more of a, of a risk. Like I, I have no problem if you have Branson uh, rush over him, um, but I still like I still like a lot there. You know, and it's not like I, like I have a third round grade on. All I them. got a late second, early third, so we're not far I, yet. Yeah, I I had trouble kind of stacking uh, Rush, Brents, Trice, Cam Smith. Yeah, um, mine were, mine was Phillips, Smith, Rush, and Brents. I kind of had a hard time with. But yeah, Camp's a super loose athlete, like yeah. his play demeanor. But he's 180 pounds, so that yeah. kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the technique's just kind of very inconsistent. He'll miss he'll miss tackles, even though he he puts himself in the position. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I love the fact that he can play outside and inside. Yeah. And Especially he's like, he blitzes well too, which is is always fun. Yeah, he can handle some of the bigger um, um, slot receivers too, which is interesting. Yeah. Have we talked about everyone else here except for DJ Turner? Yes. DJ Turner, like, on the field watching, you know, every game in DJ Turner's career, I, I'd never appreciated him enough. Um, throw on the tape, I'm like, he just really damn good. Obviously, like, he, he ran the fastest time at the combine, a 4-2-6. Um, and he, he looks the speed on the field. It's just like, I think he... I think he just does like the, the little things well. Like he, he has like first of all feisty, and I like that a lot. But quick feet, you know, uh, fluid mover, the great change of direction ability, the short area quickness, check, check, check. Um, good mirroring off the line of scrimmage because of the athleticism. I, and then I just think he trusts his technique. Like he, he's really patient. He doesn't lean. Doesn't get grabby. Um, I feel like he's got like just you know good eyes triggering on the on the underneath routes, the in breaking routes. A guy that like. It's pretty scheme versatile as well, and I and you throw the athleticism in that will help a lot too. Um, like he's he's a smaller guy, obviously, but and he, and then they'll show up like you know he'll struggle at the catch point versus bigger and more physical receivers, um, and he'll get too aggressive trying to make tackles and flybys. But and like he isn't a powerful track tackler, but he just he just tries his best. Um, and then I think like maybe the one thing, but like you don't get it too much inside. He struggles with the back his back to the ball a bit, but other than that, I just I, I like I like Turner a lot. I do too. Um, I think he just plays bigger than he is. He's so like he he's very feisty. He's I feel like yeah. pre- press man coverage is like, and I, I it's like all he wants to do is play press man coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has really good fluid hips. I I think there's some false step stuff that I'd like to clean up, but um, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Very explosive, both downhill triggering and turning um, and running. Yeah. Uh, and, and like well put together, despite being like five eleven, one seventy eight. Totally agree. He doesn't look one seventy eight. Um. Yeah, I, I, I. Do you think he's just going to be a nickel, or do you do you give him that shot outside? Because I no, think I give him that shot outside. I give him the shot outside too. Yeah, he, he, but he, I think he can end up being a high level nickel though. Yeah, exactly. That that's the backup plan. Like not to that makes it sound like nickel's a worse position. Which it isn't. I like Nichols more, but yeah, I know. Really, really. 
fun player. Very competitive player. Yeah. All right. Five to one, even though I already know who your five is. Did you Wait, remember? Did we, are, we talked about everybody, right? Yeah, we talked about it. No, no, no. We haven't talked about uh, Joey Porter Jr. Save the best for last. Uh, he's in, he's not in your top five. Yeah, he is. He is. Well, yeah. So oh, I think I think meant, meant everyone in the top five. We did it except for Porter. That's why I'm saying that. Uh, Spoilers: Joey Porter Jr. is somewhere in my top five. I got real confused. Sorry, it's late here. Uh, five for me is Keely Arango from Georgia. Him and Turner were hard for me to split. So were both early second round grades on on them. Uh, four for me is where I got Joey Porter Jr. I love, but it scares me a little bit. We'll get into him in a second. I got a borderline first, a late first, early second. Three, Deontay Banks. I have the same grade, but I kind of like Banks more. Um, same grade, uh, early, uh, late first, early second. And then we jump into the big dogs. Devin Witherspoon, my second. Uh, top 15 grade, and then my number one, Christian Gonzalez, Oregon, also top 15 grade. But, like, it's it, they're close, but I still have a – like, it's, it's clear. It's funny. Um, okay, yeah, five for me is Keely Ringo of Georgia, second round grade, Xavier Rhodes comp. Let's go on. Four, four Penn State's Joey Porter Jr., second round grade, Carlton Davis comp. Three, uh, Maryland's Deontay Banks, second round grade, Marlon Humphrey comp. Uh Two Illinois Devin Witherspoons first round grade Jair Alexander comp one Christian Gonzalez Oregon first round grade Patrick Sertain comp. It was funny when I said the um, the guy like the great college corner who thinks just like like the game is really slow for him. I thought of Patrick Sertain. Yeah, like that the they are the two who it just feels so easy like they're natural mm-hmm. prototype corners. And you know what's funny is I fell in love with. The flashes of J.C. Horn in that class. I had J.C. Horn slightly above Sertain. I remember. Uh, because J.C. Horn was such a physical, mean mf'er, And I feel like I, I've kind of learned from that <laughs> this time around. And it's like Christian Gonzalez is the better cornerback. Yeah. Hey, J.C. Horn's really good, too. So. Yeah, no, he is. He is. But Patrick Sertain's better. Yes. Yeah. If it was my corner one, I mean. Um, yeah. Let's let's We talked about all these guys. I can't believe we lined up perfectly like that. What's turning your six as well? Yeah. So we have the same top six. That's crazy. Um, let's talk Joey Porter Jr. I was so sure he was going to be my corner three. I, I do I love him with the just the massive man he is and the 34-inch arms. And I'd almost – 62 and a half. Love all that. Um, and he he's just a damn pterodactyl. Like that wingspan just makes up so much space. Like you see him like – like uh, pretty well behind a corner, and then the, if the ball isn't perfectly thrown, he's he's just gonna he's just gonna use that length and make huge PBUs. <laughs> Love that so much. And then like, I don't know, just like we knew we knew we had the the, the pass interference troubles, right? Like that that wasn't anything new. Um, but then when you dig into it, I think like, you know, the 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 quicker receivers are gonna are gonna be tough work for him. The hips are sticky. There's there's that delay in his transition. He, like again, obviously he's gonna get grabby. And then, like, I don't think the ball skills are poor, but he left interceptions on the field. He plays, like, on his heels when he's when he's going off the line of scrimmage. And I don't know. And I think, like, just his eyes can kind of get inside in zone and stuff. And, like, just gets gets too loose on the on the top of his route, too, and just, like, gives inside wins easily. And then the recovery speed isn't great. But just just the size of him and, like, like, like you know, he, he's – I love it. He, he, like, he'll just take every vertical route out of bounds. Like straight up out of bounds. It's not he's not using the sideline. He's using the bench. I love that. Um, I do think like in zone he does have those quick reactions. He can read and use that length and make up space that way. 
Um, uses length working off blocks. He's so he's really good at affecting that. And I think he's got like that potential to be like that tight end one, like the miss the the mismatch tight ends to match up on them and like be a potential racer. Yeah, no, I I, I feel like there was just with him. It's it just felt riskier. It felt exactly like yeah exactly so much. Like there's so many things where he's just doing being too physical, taking far too many penalties. Like his feet are just kind of all over. He bullies, but then he struggles to to consistently just play the ball and yeah. not bully his man. Um, but his hips are really fluid for a six three corner. His arms are so freaking long. Um, like he has a he just felt really boomer bussy high upside, but a little bit lower of a floor. Plus, he, he, he's a he's, little older too. He's twenty three. Yeah. I know he should have came out a year earlier. I mean, he really should have. Um, I, yeah, the distance between the ceiling and the floor for him is greater than maybe anyone in the whole class. I mean, you know, relative, um, but especially in the top five. Because like even like Ringo, I feel like is a little safer. Yeah. Um, even though I th- again, I think Porter's better, and I think he has a higher. Well, they both have really high ceilings. I just, but. it just kind of felt strange to me that this like the throughout the process it's been like joey porter's clearly the third corner mm-hmm. like clearly a, a top 17 lock like mm-hmm. part of it it, do, it does kind of feel a little bit like because of his name he's been pushed up a little bit more i i was gonna say this i like i love joey porter but like i love both of them but if his name wasn't joey porter i don't think he'd be talked like this like, he'd still be in, like, the way Deontay Banks is being talked about, where it's like, Deontay yeah. Banks is, is going to go in the first round, um, but it feels like he hasn't been talked about as much as the other two first-round corners, but yeah. Joey Porter seems to always kind of get lumped in with those two guys for some reason. Like, he's, th- he's there are... Co- in that second tier. Yeah, and, like, like this isn't knocking on him, but, like, there, there are... There's been lots of corners that are big... Better athletes than Joey Porter, like Tariq Woolen, who go later. And I'm not saying Porter deserves to go later at all. I think he's going to be a first-round pick. But, like, I think he could have fallen into that if his name wasn't Joey Porter Jr. Um, that being said, I, I do love the, the way he uses his length. Like, like on the, you know, the in-breaking routes, he can just, like, wrap his arms in blanket receiving and knock that ball away. That will get him to pass interference troubles. But I think he does that, does that fine. And, like, I, I think, like, in terms of, like... I'll, you know, he ran a four four six, which is a good time, and like you know, he's not short area quick, but that that's a good build up speed. Like I think like I think it's like deep speed should be he should be fine, especially with that length to make up distance, but just pure speed he's fine there too. Um so yeah, like I I don't know where he's gonna land in his career. Like he could be a complete bust, he could be like, Okay, this is a good big corner too, or he could be really, really good. I, I don't know. Nobody knows AJ. That's the trick of the NFL draft. Yeah, it is. It's so true. I mean, we can look. We can go back and clip this when he's in the Hall of Fame, and we can look so dumb. But who knows? But yeah, just that, especially as a Steelers fan, he's invested with who they'll, which corner they'll potentially take at seventeen. To me, the 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 difference between Porter and Banks is not only is Banks younger and more athletic. I just thought his tape was more consistent. It was. Um, I thought yeah. he was a little more uh, scheme versatile. I, I I thought um, he was a little like obviously not the same player in press, but still very good in press. But kind of made up for it with his his 
uh, not that he's amazing at playing the ball in the air, just better than Joey Porter at it. Um, and I thought he, he looked, he was less cl- kind of clunky at times in his transitions. Like yeah, he a, was a, a little bit better dealing with those route runners than Joey Porter is. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of bit for those last two points. But yeah, um, that being said, you'll still have your Joey Porter Jr. jersey on Week One against uh, the Ravens, right? <sighs> I kind of hope Roderick Jones falls to 17, AJ. I think, that'd be a great, I think that'd be a great pick. Uh, I think they should go tackle over corner, especially with this this depth. You know, there's those. this is not the right time to have this conversation, but yes, it is. there's so many really good corners. Like, if you like Jory Porter, why not Julius Brents, you know, or, or whoever of the Tyreek Stevens, you know what I mean? Um, but if you like Roderick Jones and you want a top tackle, you got to take him. Like, there's that gets that gets empty quick. Save it for the mock show, AJ. We got one <laughs> position group left. We're getting to the safeties in the coming days, baby. The NFL draft is less than a week away. 